Hey, welcome to the Everyday Sniper. You got Frank from Sniper's Hide here, just getting ready to leave for the Precision Rifle Expo. Uh, Phil Cashin, Ryan Castle, Brian Zielinski, and those guys, uh, the MPA crew was putting on the Precision Rifle Expo at the Arena Training Facility in Blakely, Georgia over the weekend. Uh, looks like the hurricane got downgraded and going to be turned a little bit farther north. It hit North Carolina. Hope you guys are all doing well over there. I see it hit Camp Lejeune in that area pretty hard. Uh, it looks like they got a, um, a direct hit. But uh, if you're evacuating that North Carolina, South Carolina region, come down south to Georgia and check out the Precision Rifle Expo. Uh, we're going to be there doing four clinics, uh, Precision Rifle Fundamentals. Uh, we'll, uh, I think four on Saturday, two on Sunday is the schedule. Um, that we're looking at. So uh, definitely this is the first Precision Rifle Expo. They dodged a bullet. Weather for Blake Blakely, Georgia looks like it's going to be gorgeous. Looks 90 degrees, although there is going to be some wind. So if you guys are taking any of the wind classes they got going on, this will be the weekend because there's going to be wind happening there. Uh, I know David Tubbs going to be there, a bunch of other guys. Um, whole list. I, I read the list off before. Uh, I don't have it right in front of me. But... um. I guess I can go over to it. Hang on a second. Uh, oh, I don't even know where the hell I posted it, to be honest with you. Oh, well. Well, um, so anyway, yeah, I'll be down there. Tons of vendors. They're going to have the big tents and everything, supposedly air-conditioned tents. So it, it should be a really good time for those guys attending. I look forward to seeing you all there, bringing some stickers, some everyday sniper stickers. You know, get them while they last. I don't have a whole lot, but the ones I have, I'm bringing uh, bringing some Sniper's Hide swag as well. Going to be using our Fundamental Eval tickets there, our, our, our checklist, our Fundamental Eval checklist for guys who want to come to the class. We'll try to rotate some people through, let them check out the fundamentals that we're talking about or have us check out their fundamentals and see how they're going. But definitely come down and take a look. at. I mean, uh, Night Force just put a press release. Night Force is going to have all their stuff there. Tons of vendors, like I said. If you want hands-on with the gear and equipment that the current precision rifle people are do are using, then this is the time to come see it. I talked to Michael Hanel uh, from Really Right Stuff. He's going to be coming in there. We'll be coming in about the same time. So definitely looking forward to that. Uh, want to go out. Uh, thanks for all the questions and feedback on the Podbean app. Some really good stuff like that. Uh, one guy had asked about uh, a sticky with all the order. I mean, the Podbean app does that so well, and iTunes has them in order and things like that. There is an everydaysniper.com website that I put up. It's not complete, but I did start in the beginning when I was editing it, um, and then I just got so busy. But there is a a website, and and now that my you know I'm I'm winding down now. I'm getting done with my final travels. I got like two more trips, and I'm done. Uh, right now, I mean, there'll be some coming up in December. Uh, looks like I'm going to be heading over to Germany and stuff like that. So uh, doing some stuff with scope companies and everything. But um, there, there's, uh, there's, there is lists that you can do. Somebody asked about the order in the list. The Podbean app does a really good job. Like I said, you could see it on iTunes and you can go through. Um, so we are, there is a lot of comments and questions and stuff going on in the Sniper Side forum. Right now, we're up to episode 96, so, you know, that's a lot to be listing down for everybody, unless I just make one list and link everything. 
I may be able to do that, but I mean, that'll take a while to put a hundred basically episodes in one thread where you could just go to the app and where you're listening to it. And, and they tend to put that stuff in order pretty well. Uh, then you can get the most popular ones, the trendings, the things like that. I saw Kalen's episode is trending really well. So I talked to him yesterday with Tex and we're going to do another episode and expand on the Kalen stuff because that was just such a fantastic um, response. So uh, we'll be doing more of that. And, and definitely I'll try to talk to some people at the expo. Depending how my schedule goes and how I can walk around and what I see, I may try to grab some people and, and do a, a podcast or two with them. So uh, we'll see what we can do. You know, we're there all weekend and maybe we can try to knock one out with somebody and get an interview going. One other thing I want to kind of talk about that I just did, um, you know, is, as I noted and many of you have seen, I'm writing for Gun Digest. And uh, the next article that I'm getting ready to do is a uh, gear of the year review. Basically 2018, you know, end of 2017, 2018, the year in review of gear. So I went into the Sniperside forum and I asked a lot of guys to post what they think is their top five best pieces of equipment to hit the range for 2018. And I got some really good feedback, man. Uh, guys are saying, you know, the ultra short scopes uh, is one, the Revic scope, uh, the Cypod, the uh, Cypod bipod, uh, or Sky, I guess it's Sky, uh, C-Y-K-E pod. Um, that's one, all the new actions like the Nucleus, the Origin, the Tenacity, the cheaper actions, the actions that are under $1,000. Uh, other things they're talking about, the Vectronics Tearpin X, uh, got more for the Z-Comp and the Revic, even though they're not out. Uh, Gunworks' Climber Carbon Fiber Stock, the PVA Jet Blast Muzzle Brake. We also got the Magpul Chassis in here a couple times. Uh, Voodoo, Voodoo, Gun, uh, uh, Voodoo Guns, the 22s got a lot of votes. So um, Flatline Bullets, JJ Rocks 375. Really right stuff tripods got a lot, specifically the anvil ball or the anvil head. Uh, the anvil 30 heads got tons of votes. Uh, everybody feels the really right stuff tripods have changed the game. I got to agree with something like that. I mean, there's nothing you can't do uh, with uh, a really right stuff tripod. Doesn't matter the situation, that tripod will solve it. Uh, more Voodoo Gunworks stuff. Let's see what else we got. Really right stuff anvil 30, Skypod. Able table got some votes. The able table that I'm using, I will have my able table spotting scope really tripod, uh, really right stuff tripod and spotter setup down there. Um, Atlas Cal got a vote. I really like the Cal. I think the Cal solves a lot of the complaints people have uh, when it comes to uh, the pan and tilt problems of the original Atlas bipod, where people feel it didn't tighten up enough. So the Cal solves that. I mean, really good stuff there. Another big vote of confidence, the AI competition trigger. People think that's a game changer for AI. That's been a long time coming. So there's a lot of votes for that. The AI competition trigger, uh, you know, big vote ups for that. KRG Bravo Chassis um, got a vote up, a couple of them. Uh, the actions for under a grand, that really seems to be a... a a sticking point for people. Um, we got the tripods. 
Um, then the rail systems, um, the, the really right stuff uh, under the stock rail systems that people using, hard gear, sawtooth, etc. You know, those got a lot of, of votes. The Game Changer bag, Game Changer bag got a lot of votes. I want you guys to come on Sniper's Hide, go over to the forum, it's right at the top in the equipment section. Put your votes in and think. I originally was thinking I was going to go top five. What's your top five best pieces of kit? But now I'm thinking I got to do a top 10, right? Because there's so much great stuff people are talking about. Um, even people say the NRL 22 League is a game changer. I think that's a little older than a year, but right in there, you know, that that's a that's one that NRL 22 uh, got a uh, vote. The Charlie Tarek, the taco unit for shooting ELR, that got several votes. That Charlie Tarek is the single most important piece of kit. If you're an ELR shooter, you can buy $1,500. It is your best value if you want to effectively shoot targets beyond 3,000 yards, okay? That's a, that's a big one, I, 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 you know? Again, more for the nucleus action. Uh, uh, got a vote here for Nikon's 4K rangefinder. Leica's 27B got a vote. Uh, what else we got? Another vote for the Skypod and then the Saracen bags. I got a, I got a lot of bags. Um, Game Changer and War Horse's Saracen Comanche bags. Got a bunch of upvotes going on. Um, there's definitely, uh, enough to put them on the list. What else we got here? Uh, categories. Optics, firearms. Yeah, I don't really, uh, with that. Um, we got the Revic. Terrapin X, Anvil 30, a Garmin 701, Bra KRG Bravo, more votes, the Voodoos, more votes on the Voodoos, Ooh, excuse me, AI Competition, Night Force, comp uh, Night Force 7 to 35 with Milsey Reticle got some vote, uh, the Reasoner Clutch System, uh, doesn't get a lot of hype, but it's super versatile, Voodoo, voodoo, voodoo. Um, uh, Valkyries got an upvote. Uh, 224 Valkyries. I, I was talking with um, Adam over at JP Enterprises. We're going to be doing a little bit more with them. I am sold on the Valkyrie. After using it, after playing around with it and all that's going on, I love the Valkyrie in a small frame AR. There's, it, it did everything and it does everything the Grendel doesn't. There was a lot of hype around the Grendel. Everybody wanted to be Grendel fans in, in that small frame, 6.5 caliber. And the, Gren, the Grendel never succeeded, in my opinion, at what it was meant to do. The Valkyrie does. I think the Valkyrie, with the higher velocity, little bigger case and all that stuff, succeeds where the Grendel fails. You know, only time will tell. But in my opinion, the Grendel never quite made it where I think the the, the Valkyrie will. Um, some guys are saying SIG stuff, the 2400 Kilo, the Brass, top-tier Brass offering, Starline, Alpha, uh, Peterson, all those different Brass companies. Uh, they're talking about that. Again, more of the really right stuff, rail systems, you know, the Arca Swiss stuff. Um, but that is getting big votes there. Here's another good one. What do we got here? User installed barrels. Um, you know, the rematch, the criterions, the prefits. More for the Terrapin X. Peterson Brass got another, you know, more upvotes. Searson Bags got more upvotes. Garmin's Fortrex 701 got more upvotes. Able Table. I'm, uh, half a dozen Able Tables are right there. So we're seeing a lot of the Able Table stuff's coming around. 
flatline bullets some more, uh, more Terrapin, more Saracen, uh, one of the sub-actions, and then um, a Shelta Booney Hat. What I don't know what that, I'd have to look that guy up. Another one, Sig Kilo with AB, uh, the 2400, Terrapin X, the Valkyrie, the Voodoo, and then Barrett Fieldcraft. Had a couple votes for Barrett. Um, I got one here, Frank's Tactical High Heels, so Frank got a vote, Tactical High Heels and stuff like that. A life-size Larry blow-up doll with pre-recorded redneck insults, you're a Nancy. Uh, <laughs> um, I don't know what Budley is, I have no clue what that is. And then the new Nike combat pants complete with pre-worn knees. <laughs> These guys are funny, man. And Velcro sneakers. So uh, I, we, we got one comedian in here with some funny stuff. Hey man, it's all good. We 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 got senses and humor. If you haven't figured that out by now, um, you know you you're not you're not paying close enough attention. A lot of Area Four Nineteen stuff. I mean, Area Four Nineteen and their expansion is doing great things with accessories. There's so much from coming out of Area Four Nineteen. If you're not paying attention, um, I I I recommend you going over there and take a look. Stuff for reloading. I saw a couple of the auto trickler systems. A lot of people are digging on the auto tricklers. Um, another one is the AMP uh, AMP's new annealer. Um, that one's saying if it ever comes out, but annealers. You know, people like the idea of annealing their brass and doing all that. So there's been a couple calls for annealers. Here's more Valkyrie. Uh, I had a, three or four votes for Leopold's Mark V system. Leomold Mark V system looks like a pretty solid. I've shot them a couple times, even shot them up in um, uh, Canada. They were using the Leopolds up there on the rifles I was demoing. I, I had no drama with them. I thought they went really well. More uh, Patriot Valley Arms, the John Hancock rifle, because it's under two grand, and you combine that with the Nucleus and the Origin actions, which lowers the cost. And then uh, Diamond Tech uh, or Trigger Tech Diamond Triggers. And then here we are with more really right stuff. Area 51. Uh, 50, oh, area, yeah, Area 51. I, did you see that uh, Freudian slip? I just did Area 51, um, which has been kind of like downgraded to Area 52. But anyway, I got um, really right stuff. Area 419, Sawtooth's contributions, and then the uh, Swiss Arca happenings, more AI competition triggers, the actions, uh, nucleus origin, tenacity, Prefit barrels, uh, more sky pods in Saracen Comanche bags. So head over to Sniper's Hide in the forum under equipment, which is your very top forum section. Vote for gear of the year. I'm going to be writing this article up. It's going to get submitted next month. And, and so, you know, we got some time to play around with what's your favorite gear of the year. Um, another question that came in uh, that's also part of the everyday sniper section and this is good advice i'm not going to read it to you but glass cleaning came up question came in about cleaning your optic uh one of the guys is from colorado sees that same fine talcum powder sand everybody using muzzle brakes now it's been so hot and dry so how do you clean your optics well guys linked some really great articles and videos the main one comes from bnh photo Tips and solutions to clean your lenses and filters. I mean, the, 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 the main repeated thing is not over-cleaning your lenses, not using harsh chemicals. You don't want to use tap water and things like that. You want stuff that evaporates off the lens and doesn't, you know, acetone and stuff like that. 
So, um, you know, again, I would advise you because it's quite detailed and it's more visual. Come over to the Everyday Sniper podcast section in the Sniper Side Forum and check out the glass cleaning uh, part if you're interested in how to clean your optics. You know, how to clean your camera lenses, best practices and stuff like that. So there's some really great stuff there. Uh, what else? Some other questions that come on. Guys are talking about um, with the competition stuff. There's still comp- you know, conversations going on regarding you know, thoughts on competitions. And they're starting to expand on a potential way to use gear restrictions to balance out these matches a little bit. Okay, so there, there's, a, there's a bump discussion 28 minutes ago. They're still talking about it. Um, I mean, you know, a lot of, lot of stuff happening in here. The, the, these, the, these posts are, you know, there was in the, in the, there's at least a minimum of three new posts just in that section today. Uh, conversations that are continuing. I don't say posts, but, uh, you know, three threads that are active right now just in the Everyday Sniper podcast section. You know, we're, 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 we're bumped up so much. I was talking with um, some of the vendors and stuff this week, getting caught up home real quick, answering emails. And, you know, we're seeing a, a big growth. I mean, we're beyond 10% growth mode just for the last 30 days. And this has been a continuous trend between 10 and 15% growth of Sniper's Hide. You know, and, and like I said, this just goes back 30 days. So more and more people are coming back. They really love the interface. The servers are running better than ever with this new software. It's friendly. You got notices. You got, you know, uh, alerts. All the things everybody wanted. We're, we got zero complaints and zero issues with this new interface. It was it was probably one of the best things I could have done moving from V Bulletin to this current form, getting it customized and tweaked and getting all that worked on. Because it's really making a difference. One guy, uh, actually a couple guys that came on and said for best gear was the new Sniper's Hide Forum. Another guy said the Podbean app because of this podcast and the information that's being exchanged via the podcast. So we got an upvote for the Sniper's Hide Forum. Yeah, maybe to kiss my butt a little bit, but I'll take it. And then we got upvotes for not only the Podbean app, but the Everyday Sniper podcast. So, you know, um, it's all good stuff. What are you doing to learn about Precision Rifle? Where are you getting your knowledge and information? And is it valid? That's the question, man. We had a kind of a a, a discussion today, bit funny, bit serious about us booting trolls. We've been just killing trolls. Guys are ignoring trolls and all that stuff. So we've actually been taking a much harder stance on these guys and, and doing this, you know, 10-day, 30-day, 90-day, you're gone kind of banning uh, methodology with these guys where we're not suffering them. You know, we don't have to play around and we're not hungry for every single idiot that comes on there. It's not Facebook. We're not just taking everybody for no reason. If you come on and make a fool out of yourself and you start acting like a troll and you start acting stupid, well, we're booting you, man. We got no, We got no time for you. You know, we want quality information because all these things are getting shut down. I saw today on Facebook, John McQuay from 8541 Tactical, YouTube is shutting more of his videos down. Somebody said to him, dude, how long are you going to support these people who are pressing a thumb on his videos? I mean, John McQuay's a great guy. I like him, hung out with him at Guardian, you know, the whole thing. And and here, I mean, he is... 
beyond non-offensive, okay? He's he's even keeled. He's you know he's a cop. He understands all this stuff. He doesn't. He's not taken to hyperball or fancy. You know, flights of fancy. None of this stuff. He's not a Frank in a lot of ways. But at the same time, these guys are shutting his videos down. So where do you go to get away from the Facebooks closing groups down because you can't sell something? Well, you go to Sniper's Hide. Our PX is huge, man. Sure, you need 100 posts to post in there, but you could buy 101 posts if you really need to. Um, you know, then the video. We got our own system if you really need it. You know, we I could put my videos on my own platform. I don't need to use YouTube. Yeah, John and I both went to Full 30. We both have videos on Full 30. But Full 30, let's face it, doesn't get the, the views like Sniper's Hide does. I mean, my videos get more views on my site than they do on Full 30. I get two, three hundred views on there. I get two, three hundred thousand views, you know, kind of on the site because we're, we're talking five million views a month and people are spending an average of eight minutes per person on our site. That's a lot when you think about the Internet. Think about like, you know, that's throughout the day and that's just one person spending that much time. And now multiply that by a couple hundred thousand people, uniques. And, and, and that's what we're seeing. We're seeing all this stuff is just picked back up. So, um, yep, just want to get this thing out for you guys. Uh, you know, really good feedback. Oh, here we go. Precision Rifle Update. Let me go with some of the companies. I'm going to go and read off the companies if you're still on the fence for the Precision Rifle Expo this weekend. Blakely, Georgia. Arena Training Facility. Accurate Ordnance. Alpha Munitions. B&T Industry with the Atlas Bipod. Area 419. Armageddon Gear. Barrett. Burger, Bushnell, Coltac, Curtis Customs, Defiance, Federal, GA Precision, Hunt's Long Range, Collis, Kelby, Kestrel, Knight's Armament, Lapua, Magneto Speed, Manners, Masterpiece Arms, McMillan, McWhorter Rifles, MDT Chassis, Night Force, Proof, RCBS, Really Right Stuff, Rugged Suppressors, Schmidt and Bender, Sierra, SK, Stiller, Sharofsky, Timney, TriggerTech, Vortex, Voodoo, Warren Scope Mounts, West Texas Ordnance, and Widden Gunworks. That's kind of a great list of people, man. Those are the big names in the interest industry. And oh, just to follow up, I just spoke with Kestrel today, and we made it happen this morning. Kestrel now has both a news a customer service, and an update section in the Sniper's Hide Ballistic Calculator area pinned to the top. Kestrel will be coming in and giving you updates on firmware, answering your customer service questions. They get to watch these topics. You know, this is the great thing. You go in one of the Kestrel support uh, forums that we put together, ask a question, it emails them and says, hey, Billy Bob wants to know, what about this? And they'll come on and answer you. They want to use, they came to me. They said, hey, Sniper's High, we want to pin, we want to be part of, we want to tell people, if you need an answer to that question, go to Sniper's High. They get such great feedback from Sniper's High members. They've been on Sniper's High forever. The whole thing, they now want a pin section. I gave them a pin section. They're like, hey, what's it? Ah, don't worry about it, dude. You're good. Come on over. Make your topics. Do what you got to do. We updated their account. We turned around and pinned them all up. 
we're good to go now. If you have a question about your AB Kestrel, about your Horace Kestrel, about your Kestrel in general, you want to find out the latest news and updates, it's there. Sniper's Hide Ballistic Computer section. We got a whole section to answer questions just about ballistic computers. And there's a ton of really good guys on there answering those questions. You know what I mean? It's not just like somebody, oh, hoo, hoo, I like Streelock Pro, oh, because it's free. You know, that kind of stuff. It, it, yeah, that's not what's happening. These are guys that will walk you through and give you detailed on all that. And, and don't take me wrong. There's nothing wrong with Streelock Pro. Uh, uh, you know, I'm, I'm just kind of goofing on how some people have one piece of software because it's free and they hit a target at 500 yards and they think it's the greatest thing. Yeah, we get it. They all are good inside 1,000 yards. To a certain degree, you know. But anyway, you can answer those. <coughs> Excuse me. You can get those questions answered. If your tracks aren't lining up, if you want to know how to do the BC over the muzzle velocity, if you want to get this thing tweaked to work for you, you come and ask the question, and somebody with a lot of experience will come on and answer it for you. No nonsense. That's the thing. You don't have to wade through you know, 10 troll posts from the Facebook community of people who just showed up because they have a Facebook account. You know, there, there, there's, like I said, there, there, you know, no, you don't have to know anything. Here, we're at least suppressing those. People are smart enough to, to not jump in unless they, they have an answer. And if their answer is wrong, they're going to get stomped. And, and, and that's a big part of it. But um, I'll be there, be doing the classes. There's a bunch of other stuff. Fuzz got itch. There's a bunch of other stuff uh, happening. Precision Rifle Expo this weekend, Blakely, Georgia. Come on up. Come on down. Come on over. Looking forward to seeing everybody there doing some fundamental evals, talking about the fundamentals of marksmanship, and just, you know, hoping to get some people spun up and, and maybe tweak you a little bit and see what your position looks like. Super, super easy, right? No drama. It, it's all in fun, man. We're all going to have a good time. So, um... I got that's what's going on for today. We'll get this uploaded tonight for you guys. So you got it for your ride home on the weekend. And again, man, sorry about those big, big, big gaps in this. Um, you know, I, I get it. It's it's one of those deals where um just my travel schedule, man, and, and just sometimes, you know, you're out you're out with these guys, you're socializing, you're doing the thing, and you don't have that time to do the podcast like that because you're hands on with just so many people. You know, all righty. What else? Let me see what else is happening on here. I'm gonna hop over to what's new. We got a little more to time. It's it's it, it's it's going. Ops uh, Court Maryland. What do we got? What do we got? Uh, not cool over there. What else have we seen? Um, I'm looking. One topic of discussion that's going on is the um. One shot, one kill doctrine kind of, it's not a doctrine. I don't even know how to explain it, but the, I guess it's the idea of marksmanship versus the speed Kona led, you know, you fire that first shot, things don't go how you want. And this is from the military side. So you guys listening overseas, you guys in the military, um, you know, this is more in your realm that people are asking that they feel that the military has gotten away from you know, that one well-aimed shot. And I don't mean it from like take out the general from a thousand yards away kind of, but it's really kind of like this throw one down, 
okay, didn't get the hit or the result I want. Now send five more after it. Like, boom, 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 and in and, and a cone of lead, you know. And, and I've seen people do that. I've seen guys in the military when we work the rifles only do that. And I guess what it comes, you know, what they're debating is, is it about the result, like, you know, two shots on target versus five or ten? You know, it doesn't matter if I launch two, you know, shot the first, corrected, hit the second, or I shot the first, missed, and sent five, or I shot the first, missed, and sent ten. As long as the results are what you're looking for, and you got them before they get you or they harm anybody else, that's good enough. That it's that that the I guess the way I guess a, a way of putting it is that the doctrine is more use the system and not the fundamentals. Use the system to you know the grid to follow up, and I guess a lot of it centers around the Horus stuff, where it's. You're expecting one result. You may or may not get that result. And what do you do when you don't see the splash to correct off of in the reticle? What do you do when things, you know, when there's an unknown in there, the round gets absorbed by whatever, by vegetation, by this, by that? Is it, hey, I know what to do next and correct? Or is it, let's send more rounds across the target or around a cone or whatever the case. And I guess this kind of goes to some of the semi-automatic stuff in, you know, where's the balance between speed and a well-aimed shot? Where's the balance between marksmanship versus just, you know, being sold a system to hit a target. So that kind of question has been come, come up and it's funny because there's, there's two schools of thought in this. Some people think we're, we're, we're old and outdated you know, I get that we're not doing no more than three shots from any one location displacement. You know, sort of that World War II doctrine or the fact that if, you, if you're putting effective fire on something, you know, making sure you don't catch artillery or an RPG or something coming back because you've been camped out in that location. You know, where's where is that part of it? And, and to me, that's a difference in what changed today where you have the ability to be there a little longer. You don't have to worry about the three-shot-and-displace method because there's a bit more support. You're, you're overwatching a unit coming through a road, an alley, or whatever. And, and honestly, I don't know if they just watch too much TV because, I mean, dealing with some of these guys, you do see some that have done that cone of lead you know, thought process, and it works for them. And there's others that are really conscientious about their trigger control. They're following through their recoil management, seeing the result of their shot, and then, you know, correcting because they have a plan and a method in place. You know, so the question is, is there, is it becoming a reliance on the system versus, you know, falling back to your fundamentals? Or is it just like, hey, we're doing both? You know, I mean, it's hard to say because I see it both ways in the people I interact with. But at the same time, I'm seeing some people come out with some really poor fundamentals and they're 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 doing this this cone of lead thing. And uh, a couple guys brought up, well, that might be OK for a designated marksman, but that shouldn't be what we're doing with the sniper teams and systems. You know, I, I tell people all the time that you really don't want that 
same sniper spotter dialogue we used to have. Why take somebody out of the fight and hand them a spotting uh, scope when you can give them a rifle and put them in the game? You know, why not have, you know, talking rifles where both of you are on a target or a set of targets and you're both methodically working together rather than just one guy looking, the other guy shooting, both of you are now trading off those shots to be faster and more effective, you know? So, I mean, there's different ways of looking at it, but that was a big uh, conversation we had this afternoon. There's more of it going on, and I don't like to get into the discussion of tactics because that's so unit-dependent, so shooter-dependent, and things like that. But I do feel there are are things in the marksmanship side that we talk about all the time, even this winding, you know, WTF. There's things from that that wind trajectory and fundamentals of marksmanship that guys have gotten away from because they're trying to get you up and running quicker with a system like the Horus. And my question comes, well, what happens when you don't get the result you're looking for? What's your next step? So round goes down range. Target's not suppressed. You saw nothing. What do you do? And 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 that would be where the conversation from my perspective has fallen. So, you know, that's the next thing. Because, I, like I said, I do recognize things have changed. But, I mean, let's face it. You know, guys are talking urban and this and that and the other thing. Our, our great-grandfathers and stuff saw this in World War II. It, it's really not a heck of a lot different when you look at that city block-to-block street fighting, they just had shitty equipment. You know, they're trying to clear rooms with, you know, three-and-a-half-foot-long M1 Garands. You know, maybe you had a guy with a a Thompson and a guy with an M1 carbine and things like that, but, you know, there was still guys that are trying to, you know, whether it's a K98 on the German side or an M1 Garand on the U.S. side, you're trying to cut corners and come through doors with something like that. But, you know, then setting up and in, in, in laying in a hide, shooting through burnt out buildings and holes and things like that from going back to World War II, I think are still an effective way of doing business. You know, maybe not so much now it's changed a bit because everything's smaller. It's not big battle like it was in the mid-2000s, you know, that 2003 to 2010 time frame we've scaled down so much so you're in raid mode you're in a a, a different kind of like you know you get a, a block of of guys in a group so now you know you're trying to stop a, a bunch of guys coming at you you know online type of thing so well, it's just something to discuss man it's it's a thought it's 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 staying relevant it's staying engaged with what everybody's doing and do you see it as more, you know, because I know the guys that are that are taking classes on the system are not getting any reinforcement on the fundamentals. I just see that. I know that's not happening. And and I know it's a case of, oh, you want to learn it? Here you guys go. Show up onto the, you know, your 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 range or whatever with, with, with the system people. And it's go shoot. We'll come back later. Have fun. You know, and in, in, in practice with it and get reps in and, and get all that. And that is a method, but it's not so much, at least what I hear, it, it's not nearly the one-on-one coaching that I think we used to do in, in you know, I believe we've gotten away from. You know, like I said, I, I, I hesitate to even go in that that direction to talk about tactics and things like that. But at the same time, 
are we are we polishing these these guys with the fundamentals? Are we making these guys superior marksmen where they could pick up anything and go to work? Or are we tying them to a system and what happens when that system doesn't operate as advertised? So that's that's one of those lines of questioning that I think are coming up. And 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 I think it's a fun discussion. Like I said, I, I'm I'm all about the topic. There was there was a, a little bit of back and forth with me and, and people. I don't think everybody needs to agree with me right off the bat. There's guys who come on and say, you know, I like this much of what Frank says. I don't agree with this much. And, and you know, there, there there's some common area over here. I respect that. I respect people who, who disagree. I don't have all the answers. And while I may kind of sound like I'm, I'm, I'm giving you the only answer, I'm giving you a answer. I'm talking about a tool in the toolbox not the tool in the toolbox. I've, I've never limited myself to one way of doing something. Never, ever, ever have you seen me advocate. This is the only way. Now, I will say the fundamentals will make you a better all-around marksman and things like that, but I've seen people adapt bad habits and have become successful. I've seen guys able to use equipment to their benefit where their poor fundamentals take a back seat. I get it, you know. But now we're, we're we're still engaged but we're not at the at the levels I talked about. Should we now be backing up and focusing more on making better marksmen and letting the system take care of itself? You know what I mean? The the system is one piece in the puzzle. You know, that optic with that reticle is, is one piece. So, how, how, you know, where, where is the rest of the focus? And, and, and I know it's different for everybody. I know different groups and different units have different ways of doing business. I get it. So that, that's all. I mean, there's a big, uh, big point of discussion. And, and a, lot of, a lot of big names came in and talked about it. There's some definitely some guys out there who've been there, done that, and have been around the block that don't like what they're seeing. And then there's other guys who've been there and done that and, and, and came up that way who say, oh, we're not whining, we don't care, we're still working, we're effective, and I know they're effective. But my question is, it, are, it, what's the honest effectiveness? Because I, I've been with people who've shot those 10 rounds and did the Kona lead thing, and, how many, and it's like, how many rounds did you shoot to hit that? And they'll be like, oh, I hit three. And it's like, no, you shot 10, dude. And, you know, at ELR guys, how many rounds did it take to hit that? Oh, it took me six. Yeah, you got 14 pieces of brass on the ground. You know, we don't have that concept once we get in the zone. We're so hungry to shoot, shoot, shoot. And, and we can do it so quickly. And when things don't work, we, we're seeing the results ourselves. We don't have to wait for somebody to tell us. Or we see that it didn't work. And we shoot more and more and more, faster, faster, faster. Get it done, get it. Oh, shit, didn't work, get it done. Oh, shit, didn't work, get it done. You know, that kind of stuff. So I've seen it work both ways. That's that's kind of my point. And, and it's, again, it might be a little controversial topic. It might be one people can say, well, you guys shouldn't be talking about it. We're the ones doing the job. Leave us alone. I get it. But at the same time, we're still zigzagging in and out and crossing paths. And people are still calling us and asking, you know, Hey, explain this to us. Hey, how's that going? Hey, talk to us about changing the BC versus the muzzle velocity. Hey, how's your wind call thing go? Hey, how's this happen? We're, we do get those questions from current warfighters out there, and I know you guys are listening. 
we just want me, I mean me, we, you know, whatever the case, me, I want you to be not just effective, but efficient. You know what I mean? And that's kind of the thing where if I can get it done for you in less than three, when you've been consistently shooting five, well, I just saved you half your rounds. You know what I mean? And and that's kind of where my mindset is with this. But if you want to pop in the forum, it's it's up in there and people are talking about it. And you'll see it'll say something like one shot, one kill, you know, or the the death of one shot, one kill, something like that. And again, I don't think anybody's thinking, you know, low crawling a thousand yards in the jungles of Vietnam to take out the general. I think it's more of using this system in a three gun manner versus using this system in a precision rifle manner. I think that's where we're 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 differing, you know. So I mean, three gun guys do a good job. They're fast, you know what I'm saying. And and if you combine that sort of three gun mentality to a sniper, is it is it effective? It's a tool. Don't get me wrong. It's a tool in the toolbox. But should we now be kind of reinforcing that less is better, smarter, faster, more efficient thought versus? You know, throw a cone of lead, one of them's going to hit, move on to the next. You know, if you only got so many rounds, it, it, is, it, is it smart to dump five when you can do it in three or two? That's, that's, that's the mindset. All right, guys, thanks for listening. Thanks for sharing. Thanks for coming on the Podbean app and asking those questions. Uh, again, I'm going to be gone this weekend, Precision Rifle Expo, Blakely, Georgia. Come on up um, and, and, and we'll talk about it. But, um, you know, we'll, we'll meet, shake hands, do whatever we got to do. You know, heck, tell me I'm full of shit, whatever the case may be. I don't I don't care. You know, and anyway, have a good one. Have a good weekend. For you guys down in North Carolina, South Carolina, stay safe with that storm. Remember, if you're on the coast, Jacksonville, Onslow Beach, all that stuff, and down there, um, you know, New River, uh, Cherry Point, all those guys, make sure you watch that storm surge and the flooding. Get up to the top floors of the, barricade, uh, of the barracks, right, man? Get up to the top. Let the guys on the bottom worry about it. All right, man. Have a good one. Stay safe out there, and we'll talk to you.